Welcome back to the Shankly Sessions, the Liverpool podcast we bring you each and every week on the Dynamo Podcast Network. Head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe and bell notification button. Audio versions of the show are available through Spotify. And if you'd like to contact the show, you'll get us on Twitter at Sessions Shankly. Joining me tonight for a preview. Not so much a big preview because we know we've already qualified them on the group, but a preview nonetheless. Liverpool versus Porto, 8pm Wednesday night under the lights at Anfield. Dano, how are we doing, my man? Can I just say, it's it's absolutely fantastic to be back. My mum grounded me, took out, took my phone, my PlayStation, TV. I had to read books for two fucking weeks. Like, So it's great to be back in the, in the, in the, in, allowed out of the attic again. Any nice any nice books? Anything you'd like to share with us? Uh, I found a... What's it called? That 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 kid's magazine, that magazine we used to read years ago. The one Shoot. That yeah, something like that. Yeah, the nudies in, in the middle, you know. <laughs> yeah. FHM. Me dad's stash. Yeah, anyway, let's get into this anyway. I don't think th- this will be an interesting one, won't it? Because it's a sort of a game where, like, Liverpool will bring in a few different players and they'll change up the formation. Not so much the formation, but they'll change up the personnel, obviously. Give a couple of lads some runouts under the lights. For Porto, it's a huge game, though, because Porto and Atletico are only separated by a point in the group. So it's massive for Porto to get a result in this, to stay in there with Atletico going and playing uh, AC Milan. You would expect Atletico to get a result there. AC Milan have been very poor so far. So be down to Porto to go and impose themselves on the game and try and get a result to stay within that. But ultimately, second place in the group will probably come down to the last game of the season or the last game of the group, I should say, um, where Atletico are hosted by Porto. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking that regardless of what team we put out tomorrow night, I still think we'll win convincingly. I can't see us dropping points tomorrow night at home. Um, like looking at the rest of the group, it's kind of like a mini-league in, in, in itself. Like Anybody could qualify a second, depending on, on results. Um we, we're doing our, our part to give these other three teams a chance of qualifying for the second round. Um, and it's crazy because if you you look at, go back to before the draw was made and um, we'd all kind of had the, the, the chats in the group um, on WhatsApp and I was saying that the, the group I didn't want was Atletico, Porto and AC Milan and that's the group we've got. And it's, it's mad to think that like, that's four prestigious teams of European football and Tomorrow night, one of them could have no European football whatsoever for the remainder of the season, pending on results. Um, but, you know, we, we've done our job, so I'm not necessarily going to worry about that. But you touched on it there, saying there's going to be some changes tomorrow night. Um, I can't see I can't see us making wholesome changes. I can see a few players, I can see Alisson coming in, like, I think I think Trent. Well, I was thinking about this today about Trent. Will he or won't he start? I thought Nico Williams for Wales the other night was absolutely outstanding. I don't know whether you you seen the game or not. Um, I thought he was outstanding. But Mino touched us in a lot. Liverpool play their best football when they're playing games on the re- on the regular. Um, I'd like to see one or two changes. I'd like to see Minamino probably giving him a start. I'd like to see uh, young Tyler Morton giving a giving a start. Um. But with the likes of the likes of Trent and all, I just I'd like that to continue. You know, what I mean, just keep the momentum going, keep the keep the confidence through the roof. Um, 
I don't know what the situation is with Andy Robertson, but Costas Samiskas again. Um, I watched the full game highlights last night. Um, and I thought again, you know, excellent, uh, outstanding, like you yeah. proper proper workhorse, you know, that aggressiveness that we we need, um, that we love as well, seeing in players as well. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to seeing who starts. Um, can't see wholesale changes. Klopp will want to win every game of this group. Um, I think we both know that for sure. You'll find them. Um... You'll find my, my possible starting 11 then to be interesting when I give it to you in a few minutes. But um, looking at current form at the moment, Liverpool, of course, four wins in the Champions League and back to winning ways at the weekend again, absolutely <coughs> obliterated Arsenal. Um, Porto, slightly different with a draw, a loss, a win and a draw. So kind of a mixed bag for them. Um, normally at this level in a group of this quality, those kind of results would nearly rule you out. But they find themselves still in the reckoning because of the two defeats that we put on Atletico. So that keeps them still in the shake-up. Um, yeah. Let's look at the possible starting lineups. I'll start with Porto. So you've got Marquez and Corona. Pepe is back, obviously, which will be used from. And Bemba, Sanusi, Otavio, who, remember, we they lost a two-injury in the first game against us. It was a very, very good player. Uribe, Oliveira, Diaz, Tarimi, and Ivan Nielsen. Um, so still a very, very, very strong side players that have come back into the side. Obviously, Pepe coming back in there will be a huge influence in terms of marshalling the team and stuff like that. Um, but this this is where it gets interesting. I'll give you my possible Liverpool start at 11. Um, I went with uh, Alisson, of course, and goals because I think it's important that he keeps his form going, especially yeah. when he's had a number of performances that have been like the West Ham a little bit iffy. So it's good to get him in the <laughs> So I went with a back four of Neko Williams, Konate, Matip and Simicus. Then I went with a midfield of Ox, Henderson and Tyler Morton. And then I went with Salah, Origi and Minamino. Um, that, that should be doing a job. I think the worry for Porto tomorrow night is that the game is at home. You know, mm. for, for us, they're away from home, sorry. Yeah. And I think that's the worry for them. Maybe had we been going... Four wins out four already through, you know, the little bad bad run against Brighton and West Ham. And, you know, obviously we got the ball rolling again with the, the trouncing of Arsenal. But the worry for Porto is that this being Liverpool already qualified, going over to Portugal, bit of momentum behind them. The crowd really jaded for and knowing that they needed to win. I just I can't see any scenario where they take points off us tomorrow night. Um, that team, I actually like that team a lot. That you've just named, um, Nico Williams' confidence has to be through the roof after his recent performances for Wales. Um, Costa Samiskas, anytime he's getting given a chance this season, both of us have heaped the praise on him. He's been outstanding. Kunati mm. came out himself this week, said, "Yeah, I know it's been a slow burner, but I'm loving things here." Look, let let's be realistic here. He's come in for thirty five million. You know, everybody thought he was going to be the partner to Virgil van Dijk. I'm completely happy with the way things are going with Kanate. You know, we had that game against um, against Brighton that he was he was he was iffy. Let's say, mm. you know, it's it's his fourth season at a massive club like Liverpool. So if he's going to be given games here, there, and everywhere just to kind of bed himself in, with John Matip being absolutely outstanding. Um, don't know what the situation is with Joe Gomez. I know he's carrying an injury at the moment, but the way things are going, you know, everyone's kind of had a bad patch. Like City have lost a couple of games. Chelsea seem to be kind of the 
the resolute. They other than the Burnley game, but they seem to be just consistent mm. um, defensively. But the way Konate is going, I'm more than happy for him to sit out games here, there, and everywhere and come into games like tomorrow night at home, crowd behind him. The middle of the park, um, I thought Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, I don't know what people, uh, I didn't um, really look into match reactions from ex-players or pundits as such from the Arsenal game. I thought Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain was was very good um, on Saturday evening. Um, you know, we, I've been highly critical of him this season. Um, I just thought he simplified things a bit more. He was a bit more aggressive. It could be going back playing against his old club, but I thought he was outstanding on Saturday. So going into a game like tomorrow night where we're already qualified, it's another chance for him. And we did speak on this for two weeks ago saying that now is his time. If he doesn't take his chances now, there's, there's rumours that we're in for two or three players in January with Mo and Sadio heading off to the AFCON, the Cup of Nations. Um he has to build on Saturday's performance. He has to go out tomorrow night and boss the middle of the park, be aggressive, be creative. Go back to that player that we know he can be. Hendo, sitting down Hendo things, but Tyler Moore, I'm absolutely buzzing. He has to start tomorrow night. For me, he has to start tomorrow night. Um, I'm absolutely buzzing to see where things go with this guy. And then Mo, you know, you, you just don't drop a player who's in that form. Um, and then the two boys... I can see Minamino and Origi scoring tomorrow night. Anyone that watches this, put a fiver on it. Minamino and Origi both to score. And then just, I'll send you me, uh, me revenue. Hey, and you, hey, can send, <laughs> you can send us over at 10 or <laughs> Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be an interesting, the Konate matup combination would be an interesting one. Um, both so laid back and both so, <laughs> both so like, Strong in possession as well and controlled and you know there's no there's no anxiety with them or anything like that. the The only thing I'd say about the midfield is I, I wonder where the um you know where that sort of creativity is going to come from. I know Ox can drive forward, but that again you you find with him he was up for it there on Saturday against Arsenal, but whether he'd be up for it now against Porto is a different because obviously Arsenal, as you said, is his old club. Um, Henderson will do what Henderson always does but it'd be interesting to see if Morton starts it'd be, be great for that lad to get a start I was buzzing when he came on the other night and Thiago giving him the rope before he went on and all to say can we just, can we just touch on Thiago there for a second what a, what a show on, on Saturday evening I thought yeah. he was absolutely smashing and he's came out today and he said that I'm 100% Liverpool I love being here you know, that's music to my ears. The best is yet to come from that guy. You know, that's a that's a, a four is a four year or five year deal. I think it was four. Think four was year four. deal. The best is yeah. yet to come from him. He's had his injury issues, but I thought he was absolutely outstanding on Saturday. Um I think he'll he'll know the reasons why he's not starting tomorrow night. But the midfield you have named there with Henderson not starting on Saturday, Ox kind of having that bit of momentum behind him and then yeah. There's no better time to start Tyler Morton than tomorrow evening. Already qualified at home. Place is going to be G'd up. Get an early goal, settle, and then just boss the game. Do, do, do what you do. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the crowd is because obviously we've qualified. So yeah. it's it's kind of like the, the atmosphere could be a slight bit flat, if you like, not compared to a normal Champions League night that if we needed the points, they'd be fired up for it. But... um. I wonder as well with Klopp, he obviously has one eye on the Southampton game at the weekend, and I know he always says that you take it one game at a time, but this is really, this is this is this should be a training exercise, really, shouldn't it? Um, and yeah. in terms of the Southampton game being absolutely <laughs> pivotal, especially with Chelsea having United, 
anything could happen at the weekend now. I wouldn't be expecting United to get much out of a Chelsea game, but you never know with that bounce back. Anything could happen and they'd be buzzing after probably winning tonight against Villarreal, so who knows. Um, just a bit of team news there. Obviously, Curtis is still out with that eye. Um, the eye is healing and all, but Klopp is saying he's not quite ready yet and they have to give it time to make sure it's absolutely spot on. Bobby is still out and obviously Harvey is still doing his recovery, but great to see the images and the videos coming through of him getting better and better each and every day. Um, Andy Robinson coming back from that tight hamstring. I don't know. There, there could be a case for maybe putting him in tomorrow night and giving him some minutes at some stage just no, to get him a bit really of a... You can't risk it. I, me personally, would, would, would you risk it? I, I wouldn't, especially with a hamstring injury and coming into December. Like we're at the end of November now. Mm. Now is this is the critical part of every everyone's yeah. season. I don't know. I just I'm not too sure whether I'd put him in cold then against Southampton either. You know, I'm not talking about giving him a lot of time, but maybe yeah. just towards the end of the game, giving him maybe 10, 15 minutes or something <clears> like that, just as a run out. You know, so but we'll see. It depends how the, the game goes. Um, we obviously know James is still out at the moment. James Milner and Abby Keita, they might be available. It's not too sure at the moment, but potentially could be available. And we know Gomez is unlikely to feature because he still has an issue, I think, a calf issue as far as I know. Porto have a full squad available to them. Obviously, they'll be boosted by Pepe coming back to replace Cardoso. Um, and Diaz is back in there again. So obviously very threatening and very, um, very powerful there, you know. Um, obviously, we'll see our, our ex-player there, Grudish as well who um, has tended to play it well for Porto in the past. Um, but it'll be interesting to see on his return to Anfield how he gets on. Um, and obviously you have Sergio Oliveira, he'll be chasing a spot down with Matthias Uribe. Um, but they have a full squad available to them at the moment. They're not they're carrying any injuries at the moment. So um should be an interesting toy. In terms of predictions, what are you thinking? Uh, it's going to seem a bit far-fetched. I just think Porto... Just I just think Liverpool love playing Porto. Anytime we play them, we've just absolutely I won't say the words because it's still before the watershed, but I'm gonna go with four nil. Four nil. I was thinking four one. I was gonna say four one, but yeah. usually one of us says what yeah, the yeah. other thinking. Yeah. I, I I was thinking four one. Um but I wouldn't be surprised if we kept a clean sheet, but um Again, it'll be interesting to see. I'm really looking forward to see if Neko Williams starts because he's been getting a lot of praise, praise, as you said, at the start of the show. He's been playing brilliant for Wales, even to the point where the Wales crew have come out and said he might be potentially do himself well to look at a move, potentially, to get more game time and stuff like that. That was talked about during the summer as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's... that's um, um, that, that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking there. I'm thinking Neko Williams there, and he could put in a really, really good show with Samiskas on the other side, and then Matip and uh, Konate there stabilising the back four. Could be a case that Nico Williams is kind of putting on a show, trying to get that January deal, you know what I mean? Um, the way Trent's been in his last probably 10, 12 games, Bardi, probably the Brighton game, you know, he's back. Back up there is probably the top right back in world football. Um, yeah. So Nico Williams probably looking at thinking, unless this fella goes in and plays in the middle of the park, I'm or or potentially gets injured. You're not getting a sniff, sure, you know. <clears throat> you know, especially you in, especially in the more meaningful games anyway, without a shadow of a doubt. Definitely, like Trent Trent's been outstanding. He's been outstanding for England, albeit against two absolutely Malaysian teams. But 
you can only you can only do your business against the, the team that's in front of you and you can only be who we are playing. So, you know, look at Harry Kane, hat trick, what, and then four goals or was it five goals against San Marino? Four, yeah. And he's so close to breaking Wayne Rooney's record. But you look at Wayne Rooney's record for England and how outstanding that was. But yeah, here's Harry Kane, best dribbler in fucking London. And I don't mean with a football at his foot. But like he scores these goals against absolutely dort teams, and he's probably in the next three four games is going to be England's all time leading goal scorer, and that's that's a tragedy. Other yeah. than I know Graham will probably watch this, but that's a tragedy to Bobby Charlton, to Wayne Rooney. I, I'm not taking anything away from Harry Kane, but nowadays these teams shouldn't be allowed to play football against mm. the likes of England no, they should be put into a group and give them that little chance and hope of glory of going to a World Cup should be a proper seeding proper seeding system the likes of Ireland Kosovo San Marino should be all be in one group and you know it's a, it's a lottery then <laughs> but we have but we have CR7 we're all good <laughs> but um, no it's you know it, it, it it's great it's great in a sense, this game tomorrow night, um, you know, already qualified players that like you've got Owen Beck there as well. Like I can't see wholesale changes, but these guys who are on the precipice of the first team going into the like, there's a chance that there's two or three days are going to start against AC Milan the San Siro in two weeks. How like that is that's a dream for any any footballer. Yeah. Whether you're playing for Liverpool or whatever, AC Milan or AC Milan in the San Siro. Can you imagine going there, winter's night, the, the flares going off? Remember the old San Siro when it used to be like a cloud of smog across the pitch? Mm. That's that's stuff to dream of. And because we've done the business on 1404, that gives these lads a chance. And plus with Minamino and Origi, we talked about this recently as well. They have a massive chance now. I can see both of them, unless one of them, unless they get injured, but I can see both of them starting both of those games. And that's a massive opportunity because, like, what are we, the 23rd of November, we're a week away from December, and then you have a month of nearly a game every three days. And then before you know it, the boys have gone off to the African Cup of Nations. And now we've got time to, to take a chance. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, though, but I think Klopp as well. He has to start giving these boys minutes. If they're going to be the answer when the boys go, they can't go in there cold either. So I think, you know, in games like the Southampton game and some of the league games coming up and stuff like that, if we build up a bit of a lead, two or three goals or something like that, he has to start giving these guys minutes to feel a part of the team because they're going to be in there full time come January. Um, he needs to, for me, like if we win tomorrow night, he has to... He has to take that gamble and and start and give give either or a game on Saturday. Well, mm. we have to like the, the 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 Brighton game and the the West Ham game. I thought we were thought we were awful second half against Brighton and then the whole game against West Ham. But surely to God, Southampton at home on Saturday that that has to be a three or a four nil win. You know, we that has to be a, you know. It, it just ha- it just has to be. I can't even yeah. contemplate dropping points against them on Saturday. They're a decent enough side, but you can't go out and do that to Arsenal. You know, you can't go out and do that to Man United and then come in to the likes of the lesser sides like Brighton and West and Southampton and take your foot off the pedal and just get complacent. You have to just, it has to be rootlessness all the way through. Yeah, there's, there's probably a show for bringing Origi into that game, isn't it? Instead of Jota, because Southampton are quite a physical side. And we will do yeah, a preview, definitely. of course, but 
Um, depending on how he goes tomorrow night, if he's picked, um, certainly does a case for having him in the middle with Mane and Salah either side of him. He's been he's been given a massive. Can I just say how good it was to see him back in the Belgium Belgium team as well? You know, I've I've never been overly critical of him. I've always stuck by my point of I just don't think he's good enough to lead a line for Liverpool. And I've always said that what happens if you lose Mo Salah or Sadio Mane for a run of five, six, seven, up to ten games? That's going to happen in January. You know, hopefully the, the the confidence and the momentum of getting called back into the Belgium side a year away from a World Cup, you know, he's got a massive opportunity there now to finally become that player that we know he is from that time when he signed for Liverpool at the like his performances at the Euros. He's just never it's unfortunate that he he's he's been around when these three boys have been around, but you've got to have the confidence in yourself that you can you can prove that you're better than these guys. And tomorrow night, Saturday, th- these are two massive chances. Get in there and score. I think I think personally, him and Minamino will score a goal tomorrow night. Um, I think I I'm leaning kind of well, depending on tomorrow night's outcome, but I'm leaning kind of towards Minamino starting against Southampton. Um, just because of what Klopp's been saying about him and how happy he is from Ronald. And you can see that Jorgen's trying to get the, the, the belief instilled into him as well. He, he knows Minamino is going to hear what he said. He, he's going to read about it. It's going to be text messages, blah, 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 X, Y, and Z. So you've got to take your chances now. This this is it because for me personally, if, if Minamino doesn't take his chances, we can't see him sticking around after next summer. And Origi, you know... I, I, we were surprised he stayed on this season. So, you know, he had they, they have to take the chances now. Yeah, otherwise, especially coming into a World Cup year as well, if he wants to be anywhere then around that Belgium side, he's going to need proper <coughs> game time. But it, it was great to see Tacky come on at the weekend as well and score that goal in front of the Yeah, I was buzzing for him. Buzzing and the celebration him. and all, he was absolutely he just buzzing he was. like it was. And what, what, what Jamie Carragher said as well, he's like, if Mo Salah doesn't score that goal a few minutes beforehand, that ball wasn't going anywhere near Trent to get played across the box to him. That was Mo being greedy. Yeah. So, yeah, buzzing. It was you could see the relief in him as well. Like he's all these Capital One Cup goals. Um, just same with Origi. You, you, a goal or two here and there. You know, it, it just builds up that momentum. It gets that fire burning under your feet. You know what I mean? So, fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, we shall wait with bated breath for the lineups tomorrow evening. As always, a pleasure having you on for the preview. This has been your Shankly Sessions preview. Liverpool versus Porto under the lights, 8pm Wednesday. And we will see you right after that game for a match reaction and player ratings. Till next time, board. Cheers. Good to be back.